whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hey, man. Hey, thank you, you very doing? much. All right, all right. How are you? Ah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Thank you very much for taking the time and uh, talking to us a little bit. Uh, but I, I gotta first, I, I gotta ask you, like, how's your your guitarist Frank doing? We just learned that he was involved in, in an accident uh, with his wife. Yeah, that was. Thanks for asking. That was. Uh, that was a trip. Um, he's he's doing really well. He's fine. He has a little All bit right. of whiplash, you know, um, but he seems to be fine. His his wife, on the other hand, had to have back surgery the following morning, but she's oh. recovering. She, it was a good it was a good operation, and everything is okay. But yeah, that was really scary. I just happened to be in Vegas. I was seeing Rod Stewart, and the next morning um, right. I was getting ready to go to the airport, and I got a text from Todd saying that Frank had a car accident. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway, but yeah, fortunately, everybody's going to be okay. All right, good, good, good. Well, sorry to start off with bad news, but there's good news along the way, too. You, yeah, got, yeah. you, you got a new record on the way. Uh, a new single has got to be uh, released pretty soon. It's called uh, The River is Rising. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, uh, what about the song itself? Like, where... <laughs> <laughs> about the lyrics, where it came from, or what? Yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be nothing unexpected for a Slash fan, or you know, my kind of fan. I heard the song and I thought it's 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 a typical banger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just a, it was a, it was the first song um, that we recorded on the record, and it was also something that we wrote right before pre-production. So it was just a quick jam that I made up for us to jam in the studio just to sort of get the let out, so to speak. And uh, and it just turned out to be a good song. We actually, on every record, there's one song that we went and made up on the spot when we started pre-production. Um, they're always bangers, they're always a lot of fun. And uh, anyway, so that was basically where this song came from. All right. Uh, I've, again, I've learned that your new record is gonna be called Four. Is that any right. reference to Let's Up? Uh, no, actually, Led Zeppelin's record was not called for. No, I just called it four because it's our fourth record, which I think is is uh, an important milestone. And then also because I didn't want to give it a nice sort of cool, clever title that relates to something in particular, because so much shit happened in 2020 that there was no one sentence or one word that defines all of it. So rather than even try, I just said, let's just call it four because it's more about this record being something that we've accomplished at this point. And it's not really about all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Uh, was that, you know, due to the pandemic, was it a difficult record for you guys to make? Um, it was different. <laughs> you know, no, it was... <laughs> It was an easy record to make because we went into um, a studio. We, we, well, okay. The complicated part was we had to get to a studio in Nashville mm -hmm. during COVID and do it safely. So we took a tour bus down to Nashville and got in there. And then we recorded this record with Dave Cobb at this studio called RCA Studio A, which is this famous old studio um, that Chet Atkins built in the, I think it was in the late fifties and a lot of really, um, uh, iconic 
and influential country artists over the years from Johnny Cash to Roy Orbison to like all these people recorded in the studio. Anyway, so we went down there and the reason I was working with Dave Cobb was he and I spoke before, way before, um, and talked about how we'd like to record a rock and roll record totally live, you know, vocals, guitars, all in the same room. All right. And he loved the idea. And he's a big fan of the engineer, Glenn Johns, who I'm a big fan of. And uh, so we got together and that's how we recorded the record. So we, we recorded, I'd say, 90 percent of the record live in a week, in five days. And then um, and then and then we went from there and we put some some background vocals and some percussion, and a couple overdubs, harmonies or whatever. And that was it. So it was a really easy record to make. But because of the whole covid situation, it was it was actually very delicate. There was a lot of testing and this and that going on. And at the end of the day, Miles um, caught covid. And then Brent and Todd caught it. And then eventually I caught it because we're all living in the same house. So that sort of happened. But fortunately, the record was already, you know, pretty much done. And then we all came. I had actually just gotten vaccinated. So I wasn't I wasn't uh, contagious for, I think, maybe five days. The other guys had to go through a whole thing. And then we, we finished, mixed the record, <laughs> drove back to L.A. So it was quite an experience. <laughs> yeah, I read that you basically write more more material on on tour. You know, when you tour, but there was no touring. Yeah, so historically, well, okay, most of the material on this record, the majority of it, was written during the Living the Dream tour, and then I just I just went in the studio, revisited those songs, demoed them up, sent them to Miles, and and Todd actually came over and put real bass on the demos. I played drum machine and we just put these demos together. And then there was a whole bunch of new material that I wrote that's going to go on to the next record. But, but there is, uh, yeah. So in this, this time was the first time that I stayed home and wrote material at home as opposed to writing it on the road. But yeah, there was, uh, I'd say 90% of this record is, is older, for, you know, from 2019, And then, uh, but there is a handful, a small handful of new songs, Living the Dream being one of them. Uh, you know? Not Living the Dream, I mean, the River. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> River, number four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you are on tour. I think you're currently on tour. Um, no, I just got home. Was it, was it hard for you to get back out there? Do you have, you know, the last two years, was it, were, you, were you one of those people that just got comfortable being home? Or where you go like, no, okay, I gotta, I gotta go back up. No, I don't, I don't get comfortable sitting around. I'm, I was lucky I made it through this. <laughs> you know, I, I kept myself really, really busy. I mean, I worked on a bunch of stuff, not just this, but a bunch of other stuff as well during the whole time. So I kept myself really busy, but I was very anxious to get back on the road. So I was excited that we were going to be able to do a U.S. tour um as and it was and it was it was a, a a little bit tougher of a tour we had no guests there was no nobody went anywhere everything was very contained but we managed to make it through the whole tour which a lot of bands you know a lot of bands went out there and then had to go home so we made it we made it through that anyway so next year we have makeup tours all over the planet for everything that was canceled in 2020 um so it's going to be a very busy year next year but i'm looking forward to it um, it's probably the last question, but, uh, you know, during the last couple of weeks and months, you saw a lot of bands 
releasing members, some band members split from a band because of whatever reasons. Was it hard for you to keep the conspirators together? Because, you know, sooner or later you need money, you need a job, you need to do anything to, you know, keep on going. Or was it just yeah. easy? No, I mean, everybody, you know, like, uh, I mean, Brent was pretty busy. He had a lot of personal stuff going on, family-oriented stuff. And so he was busy doing that, and he spent a lot of his time up in Canada. Todd was uh, supplementing. I mean, the, the thing is, is nobody really could do too much because there's just so many restrictions and limitations. But everybody did their best, you know, to keep themselves sort of afloat, so to speak. Um, so there you have it. You know. Same with me. I mean, I just I just worked somehow, some way. I just kept myself busy. <laughs> nice one. Well, I hope to see you next year here in Europe, here in Munich, uh, with at least Guns N' Roses, and uh, obviously, yeah. hopefully, with uh, well, the conspirators as well. The, the plan is 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 we're doing uh, Guns N' Roses is coming in uh, June and July. And then um, we have a we have a Australia and South America, all this stuff to do over the year. But uh, I think the conspirators are going to come right at the beginning of 2023 and do Europe. So that's Beautiful. that's the plan. That's, <laughs> so we'll, a, we'll see you then. Little ways expectations. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. All right, man. Good talking to you. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.